World Triathlon has been catching up with the pre-season preparations of some of the athletes who will be eyeing big performances on the blue carpet in 2023. And over the coming episodes, we'll be bringing you some bonus outtakes of interviews you can watch in full exclusively on triathlonlive.tv. Among them, Vincent Luis, a man who has pretty much seen and done it all in the sport, whose commitment, determination and destiny to be the best in the world looked unshakable until successive injuries hampered his Tokyo 2020 preparations and saw him begin to question his future. Fast forward to the end of 2022, and Luis was back with a bang, racing with the wind in his sails and rediscovering his love of triathlon. So ahead of the 2023 season open at WTCS Abu Dhabi on 3rd of March, with the huge prize of a spot on the French team for a home Olympics at Paris 2024 looming large, we joined the 33-year-old for a fascinating hour by the pool at his home in Girona Hillside. You'll be able to watch the full interview, including the story behind that WTCS Leeds bike incident, and of course all the 2023 series action on triathlonlive.tv. Stay tuned to World Triathlon channels from the 17th of February as we press launch on the new season campaign. For now, enjoy this snippet from an honest and fascinating delve into the current mindset of a two-time world champion. I've done this for the past 18 years of my life and, and, and I, I like to train. I like to get out the door every morning and, and just go for training. And, and, and I'm a big volume guy, I train a lot and, and, I, and I enjoy it. So, um, yeah, swimming six times a six times a week and, and doing everything 30, 32 hours a week. I know what it is, and and, and I'm doing it as I said for like <clears throat> around 20 years now. And um, I don't know. I think I'll miss it, of course. Uh, I'll do something different. That uh, that's most likely gonna be also uh, time consuming, but uh, it's just gonna be a different mindset. And uh, but now it's. Um, yeah, I just I just want to give it one last shot, uh, and and I know that every time I go on the start line, I, I still have the same adrenaline, and I still enjoy it a lot. Um, but I've seen, you know, I've I've gone from racing, Bevan Doherty, Jan Frodeno, to now racing like Alex Yee or Hayden Wild, this like new generation, and and uh, and I I have the feeling that being the youngest one was just yesterday, and and now there is in the top ten. Ranking, I may be the only one that's, uh, that knew the life before internet. I think now the, with all the social media and, and, and everything, we're really um, under influence of what's, what's working or what's not. And, and we think we know things through what we see on social media, but it's, it's only what people want to show you. And, and, and yeah, we, a lot of people are talking about the Norwegian method and, and all the, the, the data and everything. but. I think if you know your body, you know your body. If you're tired, you wake up, you tell your coach you're tired. It's, it works too. It's, it's, the best, uh, it's the best way to, to measure the, the tiredness. It's just like if you show up at the pool and you say, well, I did not sleep well, it's better than if a ring or a wristband tell you you did not sleep well. So yeah, I think, I think data creates more questions than answer. And, um, and they, put, they put too much doubt in your head. And I'm just, I'm just training on on feelings and um, and the only one I can blame is myself when I have too much ego to tell my coach I'm tired. But um, yeah, I like the time when um, <clears throat> when if someone was injured, you didn't know it until the start line or until the finish line. You know, you, you just like now, uh, if, if someone doesn't post something on whatever platform, it's all over the internet on the next day. If someone's riding a different bike or all that, it's just we, I think we lost interest for, for the pure training and for just like getting the things done and, and, and just like don't compare yourself and, and all that and, 
I kind of liked it. I remember showing up to grand finals in a race for almost a year and winning a grand final and <clears throat> and just being, yeah, I just trained. I did not tell anyone. I, I was just up there in altitude training. And But now there's pictures every day. There's like Strava recalls and all that. But yeah, I'm... I might be a bit old school, but yeah, I'm not on any of these things, um, and I like it. I like uh, my quietness, uh, and I like to train. I like to do the hours, uh, and yeah, just focusing on myself. I think it's the I think it's the most of it. I've been I've been caught in in the things in the in the analysis data and everything. I invested like thousands of euros in devices and things, and and yeah, I even have. VO2 like a uh, mask here, never opened it. It's like five grounds and it's still sitting somewhere and just I think maybe blocking a door from, from clapping or whatever. But um, ah, these things, they don't, they don't make you going to bed early. They, they don't make you eating well. They, they, they're just telling you, but you're the only one that decides. And, and when the race is happening and someone looks strong and you're wondering if you should follow him or not, there's no device that's going to tell you what to do. It's, it's you, you're instant and... And just have to trust it. And I think that's the most important. And that's the way I like to race. It's just, I trust my instinct. In Tokyo 2021, there was two things I was missing. Um, confidence and fitness. And, and, and they go together. And um, you, you see a lot of guys, they're, they're winning, not because they're the best or because they did more training, but just because they're confident. They, they just train, they think they can win the race, then they win the race. And um, yeah, I wasn't ready, uh, physically ready for, for Tokyo for sure. I, I, I missed too many trainings and, and I couldn't do the heat prep as I wanted to do it and, and all that. And I, and I knew it. I mean, when you train for like so long, you know the pace. You have to be able to do being comfortable to, to win a race like the Olympics. But um, for me, it's like the, the, the number one thing that you need to win races is confidence. Confidence in your ability of of winning. Being second, third, it's, I won't say it's easy, but it's a lot easier than winning a race. Because winning a race, you gotta take the decision and say, okay, now I can, I can maybe like lose it, but I, I wanna win it and I'm, I'm gonna put everything on the table to win it. And it takes a lot. Like, and I've seen people, like they all their second, third or, or whatever, but they never took the, the risk of, of winning the race and they never did. And I think it's a big difference is, um, I know how to win races, I know what it takes, and I know I did not have it before Tokyo. But, um, but as I said, when, when I did hold the prep for Bermuda and everything, and, and you have this feeling when you wake up in the morning of a race, you, you, you put the first foot on the ground and, and you walk to the window, you open the curtains and you're like, these guys have no chance today, it's mine. And I remember, I remember reading an interview of Ali Bronley and he said he felt like that the morning of London Olympics. And, it's, and, I, and I remember that there was three times in my career I felt like that. That was um, when I won Worlds in Juniors, when I won the Grand Final in Gold Coast and the morning of Bermuda. That was the three days. I woke up, I walked to the window, opened the curtains. I was like, we don't need to race today. I've got this thing. In 2020, I got really used to it. Like every day was, was a winning day. I was like masterizing every single session and... Everything seems just too easy. All the paces, you just, just do them, you're barely breathing. And I don't know, I was just in this thing and just the body was working. Everything was working, mindset was good, body was working. I could, I could eat whatever I want. I was still sleeping well and, 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 and staying lean and everything. It's just like sometimes you got in this 
in this virtuous circle that just gets you up and up and and I don't know, but I kind of feel that I'm I'm kind of back at it now. Like the the sessions are going by really good. I'm I'm you know, you kind of feel sometimes that the luck is on your side when something happens, it it doesn't happen to you, it happens to others and and you're always like on the yeah, on the bright side of the spectrum and it is kind of back now and um yeah, I hope it's gonna reflect on races, but so far training's been well. Still have two weeks to all together until the first race of the season, but uh, at least I'm having fun in a good headspace and yeah, looking forward to racing. I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, I um, I told the federation, I think there is one guy in France that can be good, it's Leo. The other ones, yeah, Pierre is, Pierre is really good, Dorian's really good. There is one guy that knows what it takes, it's, it's Leo, and there is one guy that's ready to invest time, energy, and money in performance, it's Leo. And um, I guess I was right. <laughs> but uh, he's, a, he's a hard worker, he's really smart, he, he feels the race, and that's really important. And um, he puts the things together, and he, know, uh, he knows how to put them together. And um, I think that's important that also he has like a long-term project. He doesn't see like short-term cash flow and all that, that, you know, when you're French with all the French GP and teams and stuff, you can be a bit, like, tempted to do. He, I think you always want to be a world champion or Olympic champion, and that's, that's where you have to set the standard. So um, after, um, after I was injured in 2022, I, uh, I basically told the federation, listen, I'm not sure I can race either Cagliari or Bermuda, but... I want, I want to go to Abu Dhabi and give a hand to Leo because um, we never had team tactics in the French team. They just, just, I don't know, the staff never want to talk about it or never want to put it on the table. But in 2019, when leading to Lausanne, I was leading the, the World Championships day. The French that were there, Pierre, Dorian, Leo, they all came to me and said, oh, we, we do whatever we can to help you. And... Um, so when it came to um, to helping Leo this year, I, I gathered everyone and I said, "Now nah, we we gotta help. We gotta help him. We all racing the same way, aggressive from the start." Um, unfortunately, Dorian was sick, so he could not really like help, but I, I'm sure he wanted to. And uh, and you know, Pierre like put everything he had on the bike, even had to stop the race during the run. And uh, yeah, I I made a massive effort also on the bike to try to help Leo and. Um, I think it was really good to see him uh, being successful, um, and yeah, we just uh, we just smart enough and and friends enough to to make it happen. And you know what? Yeah, what um, what goes around comes around. I think it's just it's just we're just racing together now and um, and trying to help each other. But I'm really excited for the next season because uh, what happened in Leeds, the breakaway with Leo and me. I think we can do it again and yeah, try to make it work this time. Stay tuned to triathlonlive.tv and all the world triathlon channels for the full Down the Blue Carpet with Vincent Luis ahead of this season's WTCS Abu Dhabi season opener.